when someone refers your business, you gain the instant credibility of the referrer. So instant credibility is the same concept in the power of introductions. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Trevor McGregor. Trevor is a real estate results coach. I've been paying him and working with him for years now. He actually is responsible for giving me the idea to do a podcast. So it's not only about transactions that he gives advice on how to find more deals, how to make more money, but also how to build a holistic plan around your real estate entrepreneurship endeavors. That's what I love about working with Trevor, that and being held accountable for what I say I'm going to do and actually making sure that I follow through and do it. I feel like I'm a pretty results-oriented, accountable kind of person, but it's always nice to have someone who's there guiding you along the way and giving you strategy as well as psychology tips for how to deal with you know the things that come up as a real estate entrepreneur. Trevor has made a wonderful offer for the best ever listeners, and that is that he's offering a free coaching session. Go to coachwithtrevor.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-W-I-T-H-T-R-E-V-O-R.com. Highly recommend him. I've worked with him before. I'm currently working with him right now as my business, as my real estate investing coach. Highly recommend you do the same. Take him up on his offer. Get a free coaching session. Coachwithtrevor.com. Hi, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless, and with us today, we have a Best Ever guest, Rashad Pleasant. How you doing, Rashad? I'm doing awesome, Joe. I appreciate you having me on the show today. Yeah, well, I appreciate you joining us. Today is Sunday, and so we're going to do a special segment called Skillset Sunday. Rashad is an accomplished entrepreneur. He's also a fellow podcaster. He's got a podcast called Partners in the Field. And you can find that at partnersinthefield.com. I've been a guest on it, really enjoyed the conversation around entrepreneurship and getting pretty tactical. And then also Rashad has, based on his experience as an entrepreneur, he has just leveraged his network to speak to some pretty high-ranking and incredible people, some of them being superior court judges. I was actually just talking to him before we started recording, and he said he was on a call with Donovan McNabb's dad, and he's going to be speaking to Donovan McNabb fairly soon. So what we want to talk about today is a specific skill around leveraging the power of your network. Um, And so with that being said, Rashad, do you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on yourself and then we'll get into it? Yeah, that's awesome. I think that um, my background too kind of speaks to why I feel these things are important. But I'm an inner city kid. I I really grew up with all of the the inner city type stereotypes that you could put on uh, drugs and alcohol in the family. No real hope, no real understanding of what a future would look like or how to plan for one. Even coming up, I had no idea that college was even an option for me. So I came up through that and I joined the Air Force a long time ago and I got to meet some really cool people. And uh, I decided that working for somebody wasn't going to work for me. And I became an entrepreneur and I've been doing this entrepreneur journey for about 15 years now. And I had the opportunity to work with some incredible people 
to really grow my business in several different businesses, honestly, along that timeline and uh, just bringing it to today. And I'm kind of excited. I'm excited to talk to you, Joe, and talk to, you know, talk to the best ever listeners and really share some of this stuff that I feel is important. Just to uh, gain a better understanding of your entrepreneurial experience, how do you make money as an entrepreneur? What are your major revenue sources? Yeah. So right now I've been a wedding and portrait photographer for about six years now. Uh, For five years, it's been the only source of income that I've had. And so uh, I've had the opportunity in the South Jersey area to win a number of awards, best of weddings awards, uh, couples choice awards, some editors choice awards. So wedding and portrait photography is my main thing. And then, of course, I'm growing this podcast at Partners in the Field. It's not a monetary thing right now. It's really just a matter of getting awareness and introducing some really cool professionals like yourself. Thanks again for being on that show and talking about what their career fields are to give some folks some options and some insight. All right. So let's get into it. Leveraging the power of your network. I know this is an important topic because I raise money and buy apartment communities with investors. That's the main way I make money. And a lot of the times when people hear that who are buying single family homes or small multifamily, they ask me, how the heck did you raise money for your first deal? And I raised over a million dollars for my first deal when all was said and done. And uh, I never thought I could, but I leveraged the power of my network and I made it happen. So the importance of leveraging our own network is just paramount, especially if we want to scale our company. And that's why I'm, I'm excited to have you on the show today. So how do we leverage the power of our network? I think what you said was so key right there in that you raised this million dollars, but you never thought that you could. And I think that a lot of times we do look at the things that we're capable of and then start to set limitations. But we're really only limited by conversation. Your network is as large as the folks that you're willing to converse with. And so the first thing that I try to tell people is make sure you take the time to introduce yourself to the people that you already know or that already know you. And what does that mean, right? Because that sounds counterproductive. If I already know them, why am I introducing myself? Well, the folks that I'm talking about are the folks that maybe, you know, if you're going to work every day and you're seeing the same folks in the parking lot or you're seeing the same folks on the elevator and you're just kind of saying hi and moving on, take two minutes, two minutes to stop and say hello and introduce yourself and have some level of meaningful conversation with those folks. You never know how you can help them or how they can help you or how the two of you can come together and kind of help the world. So the number one thing is really take a moment to talk to the folks that are around you and actually introduce yourself. That's the easiest way to grow your network because these are folks that already know you that you're already in communication with. Ooh, I like it. So what would be the outcome when you have that conversation and how does that conversation go? Yeah. Again, these are folks, let's use the elevator scenario because the elevator, you get instant time, right? You at least share the time that you're on the elevator. But let's say you walk into work today and you you go in, you press the elevator button and here comes the same girl. I'll call her Tracy. I'm making that up. I have no idea, <laughs> but we're going to call her Tracy. And she comes in, but you didn't know she was Tracy. You've seen her every day and you just stop and say, hey, I'm Rashad. I know I see you often. What's your name, though? And get that introduction just there. I'm Tracy. I work on the fifth floor. She starts telling you her story and you get to share a little bit of your story. And again, two minutes doesn't sound like a long time. But since I introduced that idea, maybe two minutes have gone by. So imagine the amount of information that you can pull from that person. And then when you see them again, you continue that conversation, right? Because you have some level of meaningful conversation, you can start to understand the things that motivate them. 
you can start to understand some of their challenges and you can start to understand some of their resources, how you can help them. How can you sow into that person's life and how can they sow into your life? But that conversation is just as simple as seeing in another example, the, the same folks at the grocery store, maybe it's the same cashier and you're like, well, what does the cashier have to do with anything? You know, maybe I'm at a certain level and I assume that the cashier is at a different level. There's two things that cashier could be 16 years old and their dad could be a millionaire. That cashier might be doing that as a part-time job just to stay connected to the community. Like there's so many other things that folks do that just stopping to have a regular conversation that you can continue at any time might lead to. It's really interesting. I was thinking about where I would do that personally because yeah, I, I don't have a nine to five job. So I don't go into the office and take an elevator. And I was thinking I do go to the gym, though. I, I go to the gym at least three times a week. Right. And there are people at the gym that I see regularly, but I've never stopped to get their name and, and say hi. That's one area where, where I could do it. And uh, another would be the grocery store that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Anybody who eats, um, so if you're <laughs> listening to this episode, then you fall into that category. Right. <laughs> then that would be another or you know restaurants that you go to. So you stop and you talk to people. You have that. How do you take it to the next level? Is there another step that we need to be aware of? Yeah, I'm a big fan of adding value up front. Right. And so when you do have that conversation and I love that you threw a couple of scenarios in the gym, definitely. Uh, I'm not a nine to five guy either, but if I have to go to a meeting, I'm probably stopping at Starbucks and I'll probably stop at the same Starbucks. Or when I print things out for clients or I'm sending shipping something out for a client, I'm going to go to FedEx and I go to the same FedEx and I see the same people. So like whatever, wherever that thing is, that next level is really adding value up front. And I believe the easiest way to add upfront value is to figure out how you can help. Even if it's not taking like physical time or labor in going out, your help might be giving them a resource because you've had meaningful conversation. And that part is huge, right? It's, it's not just, hey, I'm Rashad. Great to meet you. I got to go. But it's, hey, I'm Rashad. Let me ask you something. Any little thing at the gym. Hey, how long have you been going to this gym? Show me a certain workout, you know, something that you can share that you already have some type of like interest, finding out what their challenge might be and then figuring out how to add value. That to me is always the first step in a relationship is how can I help you, right? One of the guests on the show is uh, Bob Berg, and he wrote The Go-Giver. Just incredible yep. book. Yep, great. And yeah, and he, uh, he, he said when you meet someone, you ask them three questions. One, and you, you customize this a little bit, but basically it's how did you get your start as fill-in-the-blank? And then what do you enjoy most about fill in the blank? And then the kicker is what you're referring to is, is to ask, how can I know if someone I meet would be a good prospect for you? Mm-hmm. Or how can I know if someone would be a good connection for you? That way, you know, immediately if uh, how and or who and or who you can introduce them to. Right. I love that specific question. And it's the inverse of a mastermind uh, question that I used to have asked constantly at a mastermind group. And that was, who do you know? Um, <laughs> right. And, and you might know you might know what that group is. But who do you know that can whatever fill in the blank? And I love that inverse is, hey, you know, who how can I figure out who to introduce you to? And that part is absolutely huge. Another question that I love to ask is, is changing the how question to a why question. So instead of, you know, if if this is someone who has um, attained something that you're trying to attain, instead of asking them how they attained it, ask them why, right? 
Because once you figure out what their why is, then you can probably find other ways that can help them with their why. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Have you done that before? Absolutely. And if so, can you give an example? Yeah, he put me on the spot a little bit. I got to think of that one. Um, uh, and that's all right. That's all right if, if, if you can. That's kind of a, a very granular question. I was just curious if something comes to mind. Yeah, no, nothing's jumping out right now, but if I find it, I'll pop it back in there. I'll figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, so, so asking them why they attain their goal, then then you get the driving or the motivational force behind why they're doing what they're doing, and that lends more insight into how you can add value. That's really, really smart. I, I love that. Awesome, awesome. How did you get to uh, talk to Donovan McNabb's dad? And for best ever listeners who aren't NFL football fans, Donovan <laughs> McNabb was a, a a quarterback in the NFL and a pretty successful one, absolutely. primarily for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't endorse the Eagles. I don't want anybody to beat me up for that one. <laughs> they're a great team, I guess. They're in the football league, but you know what? Um, so how did I get to Donovan McNabb's dad? And I love that. This really goes back to uh, another podcast episode that we've had something that I love to talk about, and that's the power of introductions. And here's the number one foundation in the power of introductions. Whenever you're introduced, rather than just introducing yourself, whenever you're introduced, you gain instant credibility. It's the same thing that works as a referral for your business. When someone refers your business, you gain the instant credibility of the referrer. So instant credibility is the same concept in the power of introductions. And so I attended uh, I attended a church group with um, a, with a woman whose son played in the NFL. And I had no idea of this. But my wife introduced me to her. And she said, you've got to see what Rashad's doing. This is incredible. And she and I spoke and she said, I would love to be a part of that and kind of talk about what she did. And after she and I spoke, I asked her a simple question. I said, hey, is there anyone that, that you can introduce me to that you think would be a good fit? Now that she knows a little bit about what the show was about, what Partners in the Field does, what I'm trying to do in the community, is there anyone that you can introduce me to that you think would be a, a good fit? And she said, yeah, I'm really good friends with Donovan McNabb's dad as well, and he is the founder and president of the NFL Fathers Association. I said, well, that's awesome. <laughs> immediately, she called him up and she said, hey, I'm talking to this guy, Rashad. You've really got to talk to him. And uh, and immediately he gave me his phone number and he and I started chatting and we just recorded an interview for him um, that'll be on the Partners in the Field podcast uh, in December. Uh, it's somewhere in the middle of uh, in the middle of this month. What would we be able to take away from that and apply that to our lives? What were some of the lessons you learned along that journey of of the introductions. There's this instant credibility, right? Um, and it's not just uh, Donovan McNabb's dad. That's a, a, that's huge um, because he's such a public figure. I've had that same thing happen to me um, for uh, presidents of universities, uh, superior court judges. And these are now folks, though, at, at the same time, these are folks that I now have personal relationship with. Right. These aren't folks that I just called up for a business transaction. These are folks that I can pick up my phone and text now. And these aren't folks that my path Growing up inner city, not even knowing that college was an option, that history would not have afforded me these relationships. What really happens is if you have a focus on your personal value, and that really comes back to how can I add value to people? How can I help them meet their personal mission? And of course, that eventually that'll come back around to me. But if I'm putting other folks first, which I've done for a very long time in my life, 
folks will start to talk about you. They start to respect what you do and who you are, your actual character. And they will love to introduce you to other people. Jim Rohn said that you don't get paid by the hour. You get paid based on the value that you bring to an hour. And of course, that comes right back into the value that you have inside of you, right? If you can focus on yourself, focus on bringing up your personal value, then you can gain that instant credibility based on introductions. Now, here's the trick, though. Here's the caveat. Of course, you get the credibility of the referrer. If it's a bad referrer, you get that credibility. If it's a good referrer, you get that credibility. But then you have to maintain that that level of expectation. You have to earn that. You have to earn retaining that credibility, right? So if when I was introduced to Donovan McNabb's dad, for example, he and I spoke and I just sounded like a babbling idiot, that conversation probably would not have gone anywhere. But because I was able to present myself with the expectation that he'd placed on me based on the instant credibility of the referral, we were able to continue a relationship. Rashad, I've got an idea. It's a little crazy, but I've got this idea that you've inspired me. Awesome. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say about this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. You mentioned take two minutes to stop and say hello. I'm going back to kind of your uh, original uh, thought. Yes. You started by saying you know, your network is as large as the folks you're willing to talk to, and I wholeheartedly believe that. I've seen it with my own business. I've seen it with my clients who don't talk to the amount of people I need to mm-hmm. and um, then the client my clients who do talk to amount of people and get uncomfortable and there's a, a, a very clear difference between the success rate of you know the yes. former and the latter so here's my crazy idea you and I and the best ever listeners do a two minute challenge for seven days yeah. and every day we have to speak to one person for at least a couple minutes who we come across on a daily basis. And if we are doing something that we don't typically do on a daily basis, well, then we have to talk to a stranger that we've never seen on a daily (laughs) basis, but at least stop and talk to one person. And then um, after seven days, so this time next week, then you and I will uh, jump on a call and we'll discuss the experiences that we had and the stories that we have as a result of doing the two minute challenge. I love it. You down with that? I'm absolutely down with that. I love it. All right. Well, let's do that. Best ever listeners. I challenge you to do the same thing every day for the next seven days. Talk to someone for two minutes and it's someone that you see on a regular basis, but you haven't said hello to or um, again, it could be a stranger, but the the purpose of it is to expand your friendship network and get to know people a little bit more. You don't have to set up any plans with them. This can be very loose. The only requirement is you stop and talk to somebody for at least a couple minutes every day for seven days. I suspect we're going to have some some very interesting stories <laughs> um, at the end. So you know, ranging from. I have a potential life buddy now mm-hmm. to I got the Heisman from three different people because they <laughs> thought I was either hitting on them or they thought I was just a creepo. But whatever. Who yeah. cares? That's that's just that's just how things how things work. Um, so so I'm looking forward to that. Is there anything else that you haven't mentioned that you want to mention as it pertains to um, 
growing and leveraging the power of our network? I think that's it. I really think that, again, your network is, is really as large as the folks that you're willing to speak to. And if you can get out and speak to them, and sometimes most of the time without expectation, I'll tell you, Joe, I was in Italy a couple of months ago and I talked to this guy who was 90 years old who lived in a center of city while there was a war going on and had to evacuate his house. And he told me all of this stuff about family and about history in the square. I'm standing in Pordenone, Italy, and this guy's like, I grew up here and he's telling me these stories. And I'm like, wow, what a life changing experience. No expectation. I had no idea I was going to talk to this guy, some random guy that I met that lived in Italy. But if you can go into those conversations with no expectations, I'm telling you, the things that you'll walk away with are going to blow your mind. Awesome. Well, Rashad, thank you so much for being on the show My pleasure. and uh, talking about you know leveraging the power of our network on Skillset Sunday. Lastly, very quickly, where can the best ever listeners reach you? Yeah, I'm almost everywhere. I don't know. I can't say everywhere because there are places that I don't know exist, but I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm readily available at Rashad Pleasant, R-A-S-H-A-D-P-L-E-A-S-A-N-T. And I would love to, to join in on that conversation. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you this time next week, my friend. Yes, I love it. I'm looking right. forward to it. All right, best ever listeners, go do that two-minute challenge, and so will we. And uh, until then, I hope you have a best ever weekend. Did you achieve all your real estate goals in 2015? Well, if you did, congratulations. Fist bump to you. If you didn't, then go to coachwithtrevor.com. Trevor McGregor is my business coach, my real estate coach. He's also been a guest on the show, episode 320. He is offering a free coaching session for the best ever listeners. Just go to coachwithtrevor.com and it'll help you to achieve your real estate goals in 2016.